Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Happy Thanksgiving. This is episode number 326 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Favor on Your Family, part three. An early happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. And may we all have grateful hearts to our Lord for his love, grace, and mercy that is shown to us throughout our lives. In my November blog, I gave a challenge to think of 20 things that you can give thanks for during this season. And I would like to put that challenge before you now. Before Thanksgiving is over, praise and thank God for 20 things in your life, for truly he is worthy of it all. Are you receiving our monthly blog? Well, if not, go to the website given at the end of the podcast and sign up to receive our newsletters, which contains our monthly blogs. We send them out once a month, and we respect your privacy and would never share your email with anyone else. Our topic for this month is favor on your family. When I think of favor on any family, I believe it's because that family has a Christ-centered home. Christ is the center of that home. What I mean by that is that Jesus Christ is at the center of every decision made in the home. He is family, and he has access to every area of your home, and even every area of your heart. Nothing is kept hidden from him. He is an invited guest to every meal. You are aware of his presence when you watch your shows on TV, when you listen to music in your home when you see material on your computer. He is watching when you post on social media and hears every private conversation you have. Even further than this, you are mindful that he knows your thoughts and the very words on your tongue before you even express them. His presence is acknowledged by the magazines, the books, the decorations, the wardrobe, the entertainment, the atmosphere of your home. Christ is at the center of your home because you seek him at the beginning of the day, throughout the day, and at evening before you close your eyes to sleep. Now, I'm not talking about religion with its rules and regulations. I'm talking about a personal relationship with the living God whose presence, whose will, whose desires, whose word and whose spirit are the thriving center of all the activity and the interactions within your home. 
Yes, I am talking about a Christ-centered home where his favor is just flowing. Now, our Lord is not a respecter of persons. He does not have favorites. So that can be any home and any family. I like what Colossians chapter 3, verse 11 says. It says, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave nor free, but Christ is all and in all. In Jesus Christ, there are no distinctions. There are no divisions among people. All distinctions are removed. And so they include the national distinctions, Jew or Greek. They include the religious distinctions, circumcised or uncircumcised. These include cultural distinctions. Anyone that was foreign to the Greek culture was called a barbarian. And the Scythian was considered even more of a savage than a barbarian. And then there are no economic or social distinctions, slave nor free. So I love this scripture because there are no distinctions to keep you from having a Christ-centered home where his favor is on your family and his grace upon grace is being poured out on each one of you. Please listen to any previous podcast so you can hear more by what I mean by the word favor. May our homes not just be a place to eat, sleep, and play, but may every person who enters our home experience God's presence and overflowing favor through our families. I have a doormat at our front door, and it says, God bless this home and all who enter it. I consciously want each person to experience the presence of God and his love and favor when they enter my home. So without me even saying a word, many times I have heard people express how they have felt God's presence in our home. Now, what about your family? Proverbs chapter 8, verse 35 says, For those who find me, talking about wisdom, find life and they receive favor from the Lord. So let's look at some additional wisdom that I would like to share this week. Number one, develop an atmosphere where genuine conversations can take place. You know, parents need to have an ongoing family dialogue about anything and everything. It should be understood that you as a parent are a safe place to wrestle and sort out any inner struggles that may be taking place and that you would not criticize or shut down any conversation that didn't match up with your ideals, but would listen so that you can instruct, teach, and inspire towards a godly mindset and behavior. For there may come a time when a family member may have questions about their faith in Jesus and even about his word. When our sons were home, one of the most convenient time was around the dinner table, but that doesn't seem to be the norm nowadays. So ask God for wisdom on how to create an open door policy, so to speak, for those in your family that they can come to you anytime and about anything. You want to know their view about what is actually taking place in their lives and to be able to have the opportunity to share scripture on that particular issue. 
Having family devotions together are a great way to open up conversation in the family too. All right, next. Develop an atmosphere where their friends would like to come and where they would like to bring their friends to your home. Have board games, clean entertainment, or activities that they can easily enjoy and that promotes laughter and fun. I personally do not think that it's wise to have mixed genders in a bedroom nor in a pitch black room alone. I feel it only promotes an opportunity for the flesh. So ask for suggestions or seek ways where mixed company can enjoy your home without crossing boundaries. Be alert to any negative external influences on your family members that would promote division, secrecy, social media nudity, pornography, filthy or racially motivated jokes, gossip, or any evil desires that would draw them away from Christ. Be alert. Be attentive. And then next, if at all possible, develop a surrounding atmosphere where you interact with other families who have the same moral convictions about God and his word as you do. That doesn't mean that you build cliques and that you shut out everyone else, but you develop a like-minded relationship with others that will help your family members see that they're not alone about their convictions and that they can gain support when life brings trials their way. Then lastly, concerning the atmosphere in your home, listen and glean wisdom from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 6 to 9. This is what it says. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way. When you lie down and when you rise up, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. I pray that with this wisdom that has been shared, that our Lord's favor would ooze all through your home's atmosphere, because Jesus is the center of it all. And may even your decorations include his scriptures posted all around your house. And may his spirit be evident to all who enter in. And may his love flow from each heart. And may his gospel be freely shared with those in need. And I pray that this Thanksgiving in your home will be filled with grateful hearts unto our Lord for all his favor and unconditional love toward each one of us. I would like to close sharing Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 to 17, which encourages us to give thanks always. Listen to what it says. Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourself with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourself with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts, as for members of one body you are called to live 
in peace. And always be thankful. Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Well, this one passage talked about giving thanks and being thankful and having thankful hearts. And so I want to say happy Thanksgiving to you. And until next week, smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.